0: Welcome to. 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 to Ladies of the Mic.
1: These are the ladies of the mic. Welcome to the Ladies of the Mic podcast, a group of working voiceover artists on a rotating panel discussing the voiceover industry from the female leaning perspective. And without
0: further ado, the Ladies of the Mic. Hey, this is Valentina Latina and Natalia Hinker. Hey, Vale! <laughs> Hey, Nati. <laughs> <laughs> These are the ladies of the mic. <laughs> the mic. Oh yeah! <laughs> what a wonderful journey, in, journey, isn't it for us? like uh having this opportunity to share and express our experiences and our you know points of view or whatever in this beautiful industry Nata, thank you for for being part of this project
1: no absolutely i'm thrilled i mean listen like this are these are the ladies of the mic and today latino edition so i'm super happy to be here joined uh by the one of the most beautiful, hottest uh voices in the market, Valentina latina, and uh you know, and then the rest of the girls are a part of this beautiful
0: group, so truly blessed, definitely thank you, Nata. I make sure I vemo you for that compliment today. <laughs> yeah plus uh <laughs> plus twenty percent <plus> commission. <laughs> <laughs> so, in our Latino episode or edition, as Natalia said, this is the opportunity for all of you who are um, pursuing this American marketing from whatever you are. I mean, um, from my experience as a Latina who was born in Colombia. And oh, are you? This really? Really, oh, right? I didn't know. Um, colombian here as well by the way exactly yeah colombians in the house um i don't know it's 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 totally a different experience and different perspective of the industry in our latino um, community i mean i'm talking about like like having clients or knocking doors and um, trying to build the resume or having workshops Etc. All of these that makes us uh, professionals in the industry in our countries could be so different, that is, uh, to, to live this reality in U.S. And uh, from my perspective, this is a very important episode that I hope would be very helpful for all of you who are in different countries in Latin America, or even though you guys are here. So, you know, guess what? Latinos are important in our industry in U.S. So, let's talk a little bit more about this, Nata. How you perceive this importance to be either bilingual or you? Because, as a matter of fact, Natalia has been here for a while in U.S. So have you seen any difference, let's say, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Maybe uh, speaking Spanish wasn't that important in the marketing, but have you feel any kind of difference through the years? Well, absolutely. Like, okay,
1: for starters, when I moved here, I had no idea that there was uh, such a broad concept as accents. You know, you co- we come from Colombia. So we, yeah, there's accents within the country, but then you get out of the country and then there, it just, it, it broadens, you know, so much more. So I moved here and then I learned that, oh, I had something called neutral accent. And it was a very sought after. So it was, it was pretty happy to hear i had no idea so then that opened doors for me and then as such i started working in spanish um that was a it became like this this window of opportunity left and right because you know there there was the market was exploding in the 90s and then never in my wildest dreams did i think that uh, for one my accent was going to improve in english and also that it was going to be a new door Uh, for me to uh, be able to work in English. So 10 years ago, to be more specific with your question, um, there was no way. I never, ever suspected even that um, I could be heard on the radio or TV uh, not being uh, um, an Anglo speaker. So with time, this has been changing because of the globalization, the inclusion uh because I would say that also dubbing has a big part in it because let's let's look at it from this perspective ali and you you know a lot about dubbing as well there's a Spanish series that uh needs to be dubbed in English, and so what they're doing nowadays is they're looking for people like you and me who have an accent so that there's more. Of a realistic approach to that project, so that's that in and of itself. It's opening up. It's opening doors for us who are not um, English speakers, who are not who is English for which for whom English is not our first language. Basically, so it's huge. It's a huge opportunity for everybody who speaks English and Spanish to be able to uh, work in dubbing and
0: advertising as well. I agree. I totally agree. Not only that, but uh, just the fact that we, in history, we are the ones who had to translate or, you know, do the dubbing for years. We're talking about more than 50, 60, 70 years in the history of entertainment because we had to, to put voices, you know, professional actors doing uh, the voices of classic movies. And classic into documentaries Spanish. and all that into Spanish, exactly. And, and now, thank you. Streaming—that's one of the the good things about streaming, absolutely. <laughs> and all these new platforms is that they—they're hungry about content, and thanks that there are so many creators and so many projects in Latin America that um, American audience are believing in that. So just to name a few, but La Casa de las Flores, El Chapo, Narcos, all these type of shows, they really did, a, did a, that breakthrough in the American industry that they were like, wait a minute, I don't want to read, a sub- you know, I don't want to see subtitles. I, I want to really hear this in my language. And I don't care if there is an accent, but even though we have an accent, we also have the technique. And that technique means, you know, the timing, the lip sync, the rhythm, the, the creation of the character. I know. Yeah, we're trained actors, by the way. Exactly. So, you know. and, and, and I know that the history for American actors to, to be a dubbing actor, it was more leaning to the anime Industry, which is huge as well, it but is. it wasn't that important for the for the drama and comedies, and all the content is out there. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean,
1: it's it's important to talk about that because I know that inclusion is such an important um, topic nowadays. And so, with that in mind, I would say that you know. Let's let's open our minds to the possibility that the market continues to open up, and I mean just just to name one specific project, you know, like you were familiar with, like Bojack Horseman or Tukin Initially, that one project was done in nine different languages, and now when you go to Netflix and you click on the audio uh, uh, option. You see all the different—I mean, there's, like, more and more languages added to the different possibilities that you can watch these shows in. So I know there are a lot of people still want to be stuck in the fact that there's not enough inclusion. But I want to open that door to the fact that there is, and more and more people are being included, and more and more people with accents are being invited to the table. So I think it's it's good to focus on the positive that's right very important. and out of,
0: out of description I want to add out of description I think that's a great source uh, many of us have found themselves as well as a voiceovers like guess what under the federal law in the United States, uh all these platforms they must to have an audio description so that's a good thing for us as well and guess yes. and guess what guys this is just the beginning yes. so i'm very thankful we we are approaching this topic nata and let's move on a little bit more about the um, opportunities let's talk about uh, what would be your perspective nata about people who probably is still improving the language and um, how do I start knocking that door from my town in Chile? Let's just say, for example, uh, do I have an agent? What is an agent? Like, how can I work in the United States? Well, that's an interesting
1: question because, okay, so as far as dubbing, which seems to be the theme today, um, more and more uh, platforms are being available and uh Okay, so Source Connect is definitely one. Zoom has been a great addition to um, this uh, possibility of recording remotely, believe it or not. And um, Session Link is another one. Right. Um, so, with all these platforms, there is a, a, there are more opportunities open for actors that don't live in the U.S. Okay, now if we go into, and and then with that, we would need to talk about like, can you create a space that is um, noise-free, that has good sound quality? Can you um, have access to a good microphone, a good um, interface? Uh, All these are important topics to talk about that we could extend and expand upon. But let's talk about advertising, for instance. it's a really good question. Okay. Um, somebody approached me a few years ago, and this person said, I live in Colombia. From time to time, I go like three months to Miami. I come to LA, but then I go back to Colombia where I live, and I want to do advertising, and what do you suggest? And listen, I don't know if that has changed, but I I firmly believe in the fact that if you want to work in this market, it's important that you are present, and available and visible. Right. Because, you know, like, they're going to send an audition. You know, like, sometimes we get auditions that are same-day delivery, and you have to run to your studio and make time for it and record it and send it. And then you're also, like, embedded in the market and what's happening in the city. And there's there's lots of nuances that are within the copy and if you are in in the know, your chances are greater that you're gonna book that spot. Yes. But if you are one foot there, one foot here, I think it's more complicated as far as advertising goes. That's my take on it. So I think that as far as dubbing The opportunities are bigger nowadays, believe it or not, with Mm -hmm. lip sync and video included and everything, just because I've seen it happening. But I'm thinking that as far as advertising, Mm -hmm. I would say it's very important that the actor is here in the U.S. It's, you know, like if you if you are competing, competing because in a way you're sending your audition with Fifty other girls that live in L.A. and it's a uh, McDonald's spot, and it's talking about the new frappes that are coming for the summer. Right. If, if you're in transit, or if you're in in Colombia doing your thing, or if you're in Chile doing your thing, and all of a sudden this audition is due today, what are the chances really that you're going to be able to land that? If you're, I mean, even for us, it's hard sometimes to even send the audition because. <laughs> we are not home, and it's like same-day audition. I don't know how you guys do it, really, but I don't know how you do it, Valley. but sometimes it's complicated to get to that, let alone living in another country, different time zone. I mean, I mean, it's open, but my suggestion is you want to work here? Come here. And I think that the opportunities that are going to open up for you are going to be even bigger.
0: Even though we are... Um, Going through this pandemic, and of course, our reality has changed for most of us. Um, not everyone remember there is voiceovers who have been working in their studios for years already. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a surprise for them to buy a source connect. Uh, but <laughs> but most of us, uh, we had to like, oh my god! Now I have to do my what professional booth in my house in my closet. Um my suggestion would be first of all you have to be very aware and well um advised by professional people in the legal mm-hmm. uh you know staff like like people who actually know about the laws if you need any kind of work visa or very important I don't know tax very form important. or all that because you know, I have a lot of my students, and they are like so excited after the class. Like, oh my god, Dalia, I can't wait to start working in US. Or, mm. you know, I I I got this email from somebody in Dallas, so they're asking me for this and that, so I can wait. I'm like, hold on, mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, the way it sounds is like it could be like, oh my god, this is how I'm gonna make my my living for the rest of the year but you don't want to have any kind of issue in the legal
1: absolutely super important to to consider
0: at some point so please that's that's, that's my very first point Uh, find a, a lawyer who can help you with that you can still live of course in your country and still having clients in, you, in the U.S., but first things first. And then the other thing, I agree, Nata, it is much better if you are here. You know, studios are start opening already here in L.A., mm-hmm. I know, in New York. but um, But still, if you decide because it's your life and, and let's say everyone have already, you know, their things and families and everything established in their countries. They're not interested to live in the U.S. and that could be a possibility and totally, you know, respect. I respect that. But you have to be an extraordinary talent. Yes. <laughs> and as you said, Nata, if you have a microphone, you have to have the real, you know, um, professional gig and everything gear and everything professional in terms of you are going to approach people who's used to have these type of talents here in LA so if you're not that prepared i don't think we are you're going to be ready to face this type of clients or agents or everyone else who's mm-hmm. used to have this type of technology and you only have let's say this extraordinary voice because you have voice in this and that in your country it doesn't really mean you are prepared to to approach these kind of auditions because the reality what is the reality we have an agent which is basically the the person or or team who's looking for a job um, daily, So easily you can have, let's say, two auditions or ten auditions per day. And if this is your job, you have to be prepared every single day to send a professional, al- ten professional auditions. Mm-hmm. So that would be my point, my two points about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my two cents. So let's talk about um, <clears throat> advertising and, you know, like, you know, those auditions that we're talking about. So, you know, is it apparent to you that the tendency has been for a while now uh, going into the more natural sounding, like not announcery type? Um, I know that that happens in English, but it it's happening in Spanish as well. Do you come across those auditions, and and how do you uh, approach the copy so that you don't sound like? Y por 25 dollars puedes comprar el da 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 da. But you sound more like I'm telling you that for 25 bucks you can just really get this new plan that includes your whole family. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So have you noticed that and how do you approach that, Vale?
0: yeah it is it is kind of hard because I feel my generation I feel like in between that <laughs> yeah super announcery uh, over the top and and God's voiced as well yes. so i grew i kind of grew up with that, yeah, and for me, that was a big reference what a what a voiceover means, or you know what a locutor means like yeah. I don't have that voice. I'm never going to be able to voice that promo. Uh, but as you said, that's totally true. Nowadays, it's like, totally like, I would say whatever, but conversational. And I, that, and that's the, the, the term it's most used to. Absolutely. I don't want to go really deep into this because it could take too long, but I... I feel like it's it's something is happening about this generation, mm-hmm. and I can go deeper and deeper <laughs> because <laughs> yes. I'm a mom, and we are moms. We yes. both moms, and I know so many of you can 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 hear what we're saying. But I try to find honestly what I try to find is the heart and the yes. actual meaning in the in the in the whatever I'm delivering. Yep. Even though I'm saying, just you know, uh. Put your trash and in, uh, in these cans, and I, I need to find a heart in that because, as a human, we feel that we can get too disconnected from mm-hmm. feelings and from um, experiences are making us stronger or braver. And at the end of the day, as a voiceovers, we are we are educating the society. Mm-hmm. So if we are delivering like conversational, whatever, I don't care, what are we building in this society?
1: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I'm
0: talking to my 17-year-old, hey, you don't have an iPhone? Buy an iPhone. It's, duh. (laughs) So my work as a voiceover, being conscious about all this, is like the importance, I don't know, let's just say an example, of communicating, you need an iPhone because... You and me, we need to talk after college, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you need to know what's going on in the family. So that's why you need an iPhone. And that's what I mean by that. Like, we, we need to find and be very, very smart with the delivery, even though it's, it's conversational. Yeah, like, casual. Like, doesn't matter. It's like, whatever. Let's find. Like, let's go deeper. And that makes different deliveries. I don't know what you think about that. Abs- absolutely. It's like, it's making it personal. All the time.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think that's, um, I, that's key. Uh, I don't know if you face this, though. Like, sometimes I go with the direction of making it really natural, and then I book the commercial, and then I am in the session with uh, the creative and the producer, and then all of a sudden, it's like, little by little, take by take, We end up in the announcer voice, and I'm like, "How did this happen?" And that—that's the one they like, and that's (laughs) the one that ends up going in the air. And
0: (laughs) I agree. And I'm like, "Oh,
1: okay." As long as you're happy, I'm happy. And you know, I think that there is like like a middle ground where I don't know. I don't know if you give input, but I do cautiously. Right, depending on how I feel the the energy of the room. Yes, and I, if I feel like they are trusting me. Yeah, because sometimes I, I I think that we're aware that they're trusting our input, and definitely I trust um, you know the guidance that they're giving me. But I know that I can do better, or I know that I mispronounced a word, or you know I always ask can can you give, can you can I give you one more, or I think that take three is has really spot on energy or whatever. And you know, I think it's like a team effort, definitely. You know, team it, effort. It seems that like collectively, even with the engineer, we get to a place where there's like a, 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 a the honey spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, it ends up sounding really good.
0: There is something I have learned also from the um, American. Marketing. It is the emphasis in most of their commercials or any kind of announce. They're they, they kind of like always punching the verbs, and I explain myself. Uh-huh. So they're always like, buy it, dream it, go for it, like do it. And that is something for me very interesting because I found out that in Latin America, we're not that, you know... Um, like stick to the verbs but we like more the descriptions or the nouns like the adjectives they, they they kiss they kiss very romantic or it was delightful it was Delicioso. It was like you know, but for the Americans, it was like, but they kiss. Yeah, and you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna kiss. (laughs) And I don't know if that helps to whoever is listening to us today. But that's um, really cool,
1: Valerie. I didn't even notice that. I guess.
0: Really? Really? No, no, no. I'm gonna pay attention to that. I think we have to put that effort whenever we are announcing. And the other thing, for example, too, is when in terms of narration and everything, we also grew up with the with this melody in our heads, like "Once upon a time," and and I. Era una vez. <laughs> yeah, era se había una vez, and and the trend is trying to kill that yes. that melody, so it's not había una vez. Había una vez, había una vez, once upon a time. And that's part of what is happening, like that conversational, because you never go to your compadre saying like, Había una vez, no way, you don't do that. You go, oiga compadre,
1: pues que por allá en la montaña.
0: <laughs> I
1: love it's that. A, it's a different type of sing-songy, but have you noticed that there there is such a thing, like, if you listen closely, there's there's a melody in English. There's a melody in Spanish. There's a melody in the rancho. There's a melody at the club. You know, there's a melody if you're a, if you're a valley girl, or there's a melody if you are the Latinx girl. You know, have you noticed that? Like, absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So too embrace hard. that. It's huh? hard, and it's yeah. hard.
0: Like, yeah. I, I, especially, I, I'm so thankful. My career as a voiceover started in dubbing because it gave me the tools to, first of all, to educate my ear, which is still in process. Don't think I'm the master. We're all in process.
1: Uh, <laughs> all
0: the work in, <laughs> in progress. All work <laughs> in progress. Um But dubbing, doing dubbing, and if you who are listening to this and I were saying dubbing, dubbing, and it's something calling in your heart, you better pay attention to that calling and start doing something. Anyways, uh dubbing it gives you the best school to educate your ear. Yeah. Your to get rhythm to yes. be in the in the same piece of the other actors. And it's just the best school for any kind of voiceover, I think. Everyone who has done dubbing can agree. It's
1: like an acting class. Because you're you're actually watching a scene and you're being allowed to be part of that scene, the only thing is you're doing your part in a different language. But the actor just got shot. Yeah. And you have to feel that, and you have to convey the pain, the shock, the fear, the trepidation, whatever it is that's happening in that moment. Yeah. And you're just doing it in a different language. It's the best I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm going to say not even free
0: acting class, but they're paying you for doing it. How about that? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, is that happened to you um, that there is an English spot that is already done Nata, and they want your voice, but in Spanish. And then you have to copy exactly, you know, talking about the rhythm and music. Uh, is that happened to you?
1: Well, it happens all the time because uh, let's say when I do the McDonald's spots, which, you know, I've been doing for 20 years. So usually they do the general market first and then they play that for me. And then I'm supposed to match timing uh, on the screen when the burger comes in, when the fries fly out of the box, all this stuff. And then sometimes there's a joke in the middle and the joke is not really adapted yet to our market, but they're like, well, trust me, the the shell is going to change. So let's just do it with that tone that you're laughing at what's happening. When we see it, when we do our part in Spanish, it's going to be funny. So I'm like, all right, here we go. So, yeah, it happens all the time.
0: I love that. And
1: it's kind of beautiful to watch. I love it.
0: I love it. mm. I start smelling the fresh, the, yeah. the fries. Yeah, I'm so happy,
1: that's very important. For instance, <laughs> like when we're doing food, I was doing something with, you know, food-related this morning. And so it right. was that the, the watermelons that are coming for summer, like seedless, delicious, fresh watermelons, red watermelons. So, like, how important it is to go from, like, something that's natural, but please sell me the fact that they're fresh, they're red, they're juicy, and they're seedless – um, hmm. to Valentina or to my mom or to the girl next door to the neighbor you know so that's when we need to kind of like have that blend and make it so that it's uh, Sally yet not Sally so it's like that fine tuning it's like it's like mixing a drink where it, it has to have the right amount of ingredients so that it sounds just right you know
0: right oh wow my mouth is already watery oh, okay good Thank so I did my job right <laughs> You're so (laughs) tired. Book this. Okay, so what else? We have covered a lot of the questions we actually had prepared for you guys. I don't know. you have. Yeah, I have something
1: that we could say is maybe invite our audience to write to us. And to ask questions that we can answer in a further episode. We're going to continue to have these come at you. Uh, Next one is probably going to be with all the beautiful American voices. And you can prepare your questions for them ahead of time. Or you can send us yours at ladies of the mic on Instagram. Um, Any other suggestions? And maybe we can answer
0: those on the further on the next episode. Yes, please, 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 please. And do not forget, we have an Instagram account. You can uh, follow us to, to, to see what is going on. Maybe if you have not only questions, but suggestions. Yes. Or you want to be part of it. Why not? Of course. Um, this is a project we started, like, I don't know, one, two years ago, as a simple conversation, talking about conversations. You see the importance of conversations? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> after so many conversations, um, here we are, and we are trying to to just share some experiences, points of view, and I hope, we all hope, this is a very productive space for all of us in the industry or Whoever is pursuing it. So, ladies have the mic. It's in so many platforms nowadays. Not only Spotify, Apple, Google, but you'll see. Just feel free to subscribe to our um, podcast and you know be aware about our further episodes. And I hope you enjoy it. Nata, thank you very much for being part of it and sharing all your experience in this very first Latino edition. Thank
1: you, Vale. I am privileged to be a part of this beautiful group. And thank you for your beautiful friendship and for inviting me to be a part of it. And to all of you guys listening, thank you so much and hope to catch you guys on the next one.